What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here for the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than knee rockets. <laughs> how you doing today, Scott? I'm doing great. <laughs> doing really great I'm since the last episode yeah. aired. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, so, I was sitting there at my table. I actually got the day off work to try to get an extra day to recover from COVID. It was like a bad cold for me. Or I had a bad cold and needed to get over a bad <laughs> cold as well. And I get this text from you freaking out. Well, no, you weren't freaking out yet. You just said, hey, uh, have you seen it yet? And I said, no, I, I should soon. You're like, not to say anything, but this episode is better than the last one. And I went, What? That's what I thought. And I I was freaking out. Like, I was, as I was texting you, I was freaking out. Oh, I would imagine. I, I don't know how uh, how you were able to text <laughs> freaking it was, out. I almost called you. Oh, and yeah. I was, like, I, I was worried that I would let something slip oh, if you I totally called you. It was like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no doubt in my mind you would have yeah. totally slipped up and said something. Because this episode uh, was, I think... Probably the coolest episode of The Mandalorian ever. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I agree. All right. So, so. first things first. Uh, every time The Mandalorian starts, it's, it has this previously on The Mandalorian, right? I mean, we all know exactly what's happening. and Right. But do you ever find that those give things away for the episode for you? Um, yeah, for me they do. Yeah. I usually we watch them for my wife so that she remembers because you know they usually do that to be like hey these are key points that you need to remember yep. from the previous stuff in order to understand just in case you've forgotten it exactly and for me because you know I have a horrible memory unless it's anything cinematic and I watch it once and it's pretty much there yeah so when it shows that it's like oh okay well now we're gonna be talking about this and it kind of ruins like surprises yeah, uh, this one, it had three. It had three different things it went about. It had Boba Fett walking up to Finnick Shand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you had already thought that uh, the walking character at the end of that of that episode, episode chapter five, if you thought that was Boba Fett. See, I, I thought it was Cobb Vanth because I thought yeah, he's okay. in the Boba Fett armor. Right. I, my guess is he was in Boba Fett armor, so I was like, oh, is, are they going to introduce Cobb Vanth? Right. Um, and then I think I've said on, I think I've said before that when I went back and watched all the different yeah. stuff and when Cobb Vanth walks into the cantina, it doesn't make that sound. And when he walks along the dock with Mando, it doesn't make that sound. Huh. And so I'm like, okay, so it's definitely not him. It's not him. And then when you watch Empire Strikes Back and you watch Boba Fett walk into the room after Vader surprises Han and Leia, <laughs> and it's exactly that sound. It's like, that is, oh, that's Boba Fett. That's Boba. <laughs> no question in my mind whatsoever. Um, yeah. So they, they had the Fennec Shand walking up. So, so maybe that didn't spoil it for you. Mm -hmm. Or did it? Did you think Fennec was coming back? Yeah, I did. Of that? Because yeah. that's the third time they've shown us. They've shown someone walking up to Fennec Shan's body. Yeah. So I thought they're showing us this enough times that yeah. I wasn't certain she would come back. It was more of now a hope. Where it's like, you've dangled this in front of me now. Yeah. Well, we both said that we wanted her to come back. Yeah. Because she's an amazing 
<laughs> Amazing actress. Yeah, Ming Na Wen, who's the lady who plays her. Yeah, she's just phenomenal. I loved her in Agents of Shield. Oh yeah. As May. Cavalry. Was, yeah, and so I thought they're gonna do so much with her in Marvel, and then. That's another one we'll have to do. Is yeah. Watching is doing Agents of Shield. That'll oh yeah, that would be fun. So they had the Fennec Shand one, and then they had Ahsoka's instructions to Mando about where to take Grogu. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so we're doing that. We're just going straight into it. Yeah. All right, interesting. And then the last one was Gideon with the Dark Troopers yeah. on his ship saying, we'll, you know, well, he didn't say we'll be ready in the clip, but, but he in said, we episode. know where they are and we're tracking them. I'm like, okay, so everything's coming together in yep. this one episode. You could almost, you almost knew the entire plot of the episode just from the opening crawl. Yeah. <laughs> from the opening really? previously. These are the things you want to remember. It's like they got a big bullhorn or a big red sign flashing yeah. saying, this is what we're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I even felt that way at the end of this episode, too, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, so it goes through that, and then it has the opening scene with Mando trying to <laughs> say Grogu's name over and over. <laughs> and just laughing to himself every time he looks up, just... It's like if you had a dog and you learned that it had a name that it responds to every time. Yeah. Or, like, since we were talking, you know, we're raising nerds, the first time your kid recognizes their name. Uh-huh. And you can say their name and they look at you. Oh, that's me. That's me. That's yeah. my name. <laughs> you find yourself saying it often just because it's, they go, oh, that's Just because they respond now. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was. That was. <laughs> what did you think of Mando trying to tell tell Grogu that he's gonna have to leave? <sighs> to be honest, it it, it was uh, part of like he's s- saying goodbye, but maybe not. You know, at the end, it was like, well, he said goodbye, but not the way he thought he was going to. Oh yeah. And for sure. it, it really seemed like he was really just trying to convince himself. Oh, yeah. You know, how many times? He's like, do you understand? I said I would do this, so I have to do this. And it's like, he's really trying to convince himself that I still have to do this. Yeah, he mentions how he's not a good teacher, how you're more powerful than you're I can ever handle. I can't train you. And then, but at the same time, you can hear in his voice that he's like, but, but could I? Yeah. Is that is that an option? <laughs> yeah, he's like, and what's funny is he, he, you know, he tested it in the sense that he can get yeah. Grogu to grab the ball, yes, so he can yeah. use he can get him to use the Force. But I think he's maybe a little unsure about his abilities, you know, like because he knows nothing about the Jedi. Nothing about the Jedi. Like, how do I train him with these powers that are obviously you know a part of him? All right, I have a secret hope, and this is wild speculation, but I hope that Luke Skywalker shows up at the end of the last episode sees the connection between Mando and Grogu and says, you know what? I think you'd have a better opportunity to teach him. Um, here are some Jedi texts that you could use to cool. do that. But I don't think that I don't think that's exactly how to do it. <laughs> I have another idea too. But <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> about, that would be cool. I have a picture in my mind of the last shot of this season. Uh-huh. And it's really fun. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's totally wild speculation. Uh, so Mando says Dank Ferrick. Yeah, he does. I, I thought about maybe in these podcasts we're going to keep a tally of how many times people say Dank Ferrick. <laughs> yeah. 
Because it's a lot. My wife, Teddy, my wife, she actually said, she's like, you should, guys should say that in every episode. <laughs> Dank Farrick. So I talked awesome. about how we talk about Gore Koresh. Yes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Got it. <Yeah>. Nailed it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I've been secretly trying to get Gore Koresh into every episode and talking about, you know, how he... Uh, you know, just whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> it does. It doesn't have to just be something. Find some way to say just it. find some way to bring up Gorkaresh, and you right. just did. So there thank you is. very much. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting there. Check that box. I'll get him in every episode. I think I've already missed some episodes because <laughs> we record multiples in a day. That's so true. We think we got I, it, but we I, missed. So I think I get it, but it was in the first one. That's not true. The second one. But it's okay. Um, uh, it's interesting. He says the nice lady said you had training. And I'm like, the nice lady. And I'm like, you mean Ahsoka? Yeah. <laughs> Grogu knows Ahsoka. Come on. Yeah, he does. Well, whatever. I thought it was funny that he said that, though. And that he yeah. thinks that she's a nice lady. Yeah. I think that's... After they massacred, proud of them. you know, all those <laughs> all soldiers those guards. and stuff. Like, oh, she's gosh. a nice lady. Nice lady with a couple of lightsabers and uh, a desire to find a tall, blue alien man. Oh, yep. <laughs> I just had a picture in my mind of a Tinder profile looking for someone tall, blue, with glowing red eyes. <laughs> it might answer. She should try that. Give it a Match. shot. Match.com. <laughs> seen a lot of ads for me. Um, so he says you're special. I can't train you. He's you're, you're right. He's totally saying goodbye. But not not for Grogu's sake. It's for his own. For his own sake. 100%. And as a parent, you know you do that. Yeah. I know I hear a lot of it when your kids move out of the house. It's like, well, you gotta move out of the house. You gotta move out of the house. And then they move out of the house and you go, why do you have to move out of the house? Yeah, why don't you just stay? <laughs> Can't you stay here and be my little kid forever? Or, uh, like him, you know, you feel the inadequacies of, like, trying to raise a kid. You know, because yeah. I'm sure that now he's thinking, of like, could, could I make it? Like, could I raise this kid? Yeah. The um the armor, I think that's her name. That's what said she's referred to, yeah. She he's not old, he's not he wouldn't be strong enough to survive the the trials. Yeah, the Mandalorian uh Yeah, she said he wouldn't survive. Stuff. So I'm sure you know, is he wondering now he's like oh, I'm sure he could. You know, I yeah, wonder if he maybe. thinks maybe I could maybe should give a it a shot. Training, and we he could, could and then we could really, you know, we could stay and be the same, you know, in the same clan. Get Grogu Fett going. Yeah, Grogu Jaren. <laughs> Grogu Jaren. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, well, right after this experience, he's trying to say goodbye to Baby Yoda, and then the title comes on the screen. Mm-hmm. The tragedy. The tragedy. Wow. Did that hit you? Did yeah, that scare did. the crap out of yeah, you? Yeah, it did. Oh my gosh, it did me too. It took me I back said... to the sin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which was episode two, I think. Three. Episode, episode three. Episode three. Episode two is when the jaw was destroyed. That's right. The, the sin, which is when he, he delivers Grogu, Grogu to the client. And I thought this and is going to be Dr. Pershing. Worse. I finally remembered his name. Dr. Pershing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the tragedy... Well, what a way to set up an episode oh, to yeah. scare the heck out of every single person involved and be like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're doing what now? <laughs> yeah. You you can't do that. Uh-huh. That's not acceptable. Yeah, I was like, well, am I ready for this? You know, you, as I was watching, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for, for this separation to happen. Cause, oh, no. You no, know, a part of me is oh, like, no. they're, they're 
not supposed to be apart. That they are a family now, and they are to stay together. They are a at all times. Yeah, one hundred percent. And here they are saying, "Oh, there's going to be a massive tragedy here." And I'm like, "Yeah." Now later on, I thought maybe, "Oh, it could be referring to that. Maybe yeah. it's that. <laughs> maybe it's not going to be bad." But uh-huh. the, him saying goodbye, it totally sets up your fears of Grogu being lost to the Mando. Yep. Um, so they circle around the mountain and uh, Grogu can kind of see the the Jedi Temple from like under his arm and stuff. Right. Do you think he knew what was happening? Do you think he recognized um, the force there maybe? Or? Yeah. Before the Ahsoka episode, I would have said no. But mm-hmm. be, the Ahsoka episode really opened up to just how smart Grogu is. Yes. Like he, I feel like he picks up a lot more than I thought he did. Oh, yeah. And so I would say, yeah, he kind of at least felt the connection because uh, Ahsoka said that it's very strong with the Force. Yes. Um, So I'm sure he at least noticed that that same feeling of of being close to the Force or something that's strong in the Force. Mm. Yeah. I I, I think he definitely could sense that something important was going to happen there. Yeah. Um, And that's why he's kind of looking at it and looking at Mando and like hmm, something this is going to be in this is going to be a big deal. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he says, "Sorry, I can't land here. We got to travel the rest of the way at the windows down." I love that. So cool. <laughs> and then I mean it just shows, you know, you can hear Grogu giggling. Oh yeah. I'm just like Ugh. I just love his noises. They're yeah, me too. Every time. Every time they just nail it. Yeah. And that's not easy to do cuz you got you you have to really have kids to know what they sound like when they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. And it was interesting because it's like, you know, Grogu is such an adorable creature mm-hmm. that you run the risk of people just having an unattainable expectation. Even though we don't didn't know at all what he would sound like, we have an expectation of how he should sound. And I think <laughs> they just nailed it how yeah. that's yeah. how he sounds. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely, they could have made him sound tons of ways wrong, but he is a child. He, even though he's 50 years old, yeah. he is a very small child still and acts that way. He coos yeah. and makes little noises and laughs and, you know, gosh, uh, most of my kids are out of that phase. Uh, mine are right in that phase. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I get a little, little coo out of, out of my youngest daughter, Amelia, she's two. I, I just get excited because it's like, ah. <laughs> baby noises. Baby noises that's, are the best. That's funny because, in in watching the second season, my youngest Bobby, she's, let's see, she's one now, mm-hmm. and she's like a baby Yoda, yeah. to me. Okay. The more I've seen like stuff that she does, it's like this. This is my own personal Grogu, and yeah. So you know, like when I'm watching an episode that starts off with the tragedy. I've already, you know, because I see myself as the Mandalorian, well, obviously. of course. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is, you know, this is like me and Bobby on a quest. And so I, it really kind of hits home when stuff happens to Grogu. Or it's like, sometimes like, well, that's a little too close. Just because they seem they're probably about the same year, the, the same place. Yeah. Even though he's 50 and she's only one. But they're about the same place developmentally. Yeah. 
I know they originally said that he was like two, mm-hmm. but when I look at my two year old, I'm like, nah, not so much. He's definitely yeah, they, younger than that. Yeah, I would agree. Because so. my two year old, she's talking and. Oh, yeah, no, they talk and they're forming like, complete sentences. Mm-hmm. Amelia said the prayer at dinner the other night. You know, we had to feed her the words, but uh-huh. she would repeat them and match awesome. the tone. Right, and, yes. And at least get the last syllable right. Uh huh. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it makes sense. Um, Mandel talks to Grogu though, like, like he's just another person, mm-hmm. even though he knows he's not going to get an answer back. But yeah. Now that he knows that Grogu can understand more, he's like, oh, well, maybe I should talk more just regular to him and mm-hmm. maybe he is understanding and he'll respond in his own way. Yeah. Um, like walking around the, the temple area and being like, oh, is there some way to turn on or control yeah. or something? Like, come on, dude, he, this this whole thing revolves around magic, and you really think there's going to be a button to turn it on? <laughs> <laughs> it's not one that you can see. It's not the Jedi Archives. There Ew. are no buttons. There are no computers to, to look up the book you want. Yeah, but I mean, it takes you back to Rebels, where um, Kanan and Ezra, they lift up a, a temple. Yeah. They open up a temple, a Jedi temple, with the Force. You know, there's no buttons. It's Nope. It's yeah. completely through the force, yeah. which is what Ahsoka said. You know, if if he chooses, he'll reach out through the force. Yeah, and uh, boy, does he ever! Oh yes, impenetrable shield. Yeah, probably should have left that up a little while longer. Ugh, goodness gracious! Yeah, oh, and Mando just keeps leaving, just keeps leaving him there. I'm like, you have the high ground, Mando. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't walk if, down the hill. I if he's like. Well, no one can get into this because I can't get in. So, I mean, what are the odds that someone else can get into this force field that Grogu has around him? Yeah, well, how long is it going to last, though? That's true. You don't know. And then I also got frustrated that every time Mandel's like, kid, we got to go. We don't have time for this. I'm like, use his name. Yeah, use that's his true. name. It's funny that he Why did you not use his name? Just to calling him kid. He's so fast, like that. It's just habit. Yeah. Just forced to have it. Like, it, it's novel when he, you know, wants to talk to Grogu, but mm-hmm. every other time calls him the kid. Yeah. And it's, uh, he is not Bruce Willis in a Disney feature. He is not the kid. No. He is but Grogu. He does call him the child every once in a while, I've noticed. Every yes. once in a while, he'll call him the child. When he ad- usually when he addresses, uh, when he's talking about Grogu to somebody else. Yes. He calls him the child. He'll call him the child. Uh, or the kid. He does or call him the kid does. at the end of this episode. He does, That's but true. there are a few times he says, the child. Yeah. Did you like the butterflies? Little blue butterflies flying around? Yeah, I mean, it, it was like, just a cute uh, what went through my mind was like, he probably wants to eat that. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, butterfly, I'm oh, hungry. Goodness, yes. <laughs> I was like, That's probably what he's thinking, because he eats everything. That's right. <laughs> I thought so. it was being cute, but yeah, you're right. If he would have gotten a hold of that thing, he would have ate that sucker. <laughs> Well, that's funny. Now I have this picture in my head of him reaching up to it and force pulling it into uh-huh. his hand. And then just... <laughs> Which would have been really funny. Granted, very funny. Uh, so he gets the force field up and Mando hears a sound. And he looks up and there's a spaceship coming in. And everyone lost their minds. They, they did probably, <laughs> if not exactly the same, at least for me, it was more than when... Um, Bo-Katan, which we'll talk about, says Ahsoka Tano. Seeing yeah. the ship. 
that oh, we see. No, yeah, it's I lost totally my mind different. even more totally than hearing Ahsoka Tano's name. This uh-huh. is a big deal for me. But And even when her lightsabers, when Ahsoka's lightsabers appeared on screen, yes. I I was expecting them. I knew what color they were. Yep. I okay, there we this go. There they are. This is exciting. But that ship was not Maybe expected we weren't to exist. It. Yeah, we, and we even talked about, well, where is it? You know, which. Yeah, exactly. What, well, what happened to it? Why does he not have his armor? Exactly. Why? Where? What happened to Slave One? Does he still have it? Yeah. And here comes Slave One, yep. flying just bright as day, just flying through the shot, uh-huh. and everyone's going, "Wait, what?" That, that it's <laughs> it's a very iconic ship for, you know, for those who haven't seen this episode. I don't know why you're watching this. But yeah, that's no. the ship from, um, you know, Attack of the Clones, Django's, Django Fett's ship. It's so unique that you see it, you cannot mistake it for any no. other ship. You're like, that is Slave One. Yeah. The, that is the ship that we saw in Episode 5. Yeah. It's, that is Slave One. Oh, it's such a beautiful ship. It is. <laughs> it is so unique. And I know there it's a Fire Spray 39 or something, and, and there's a designation, and uh-huh. there are other ships that have existed in Star Wars that are the same yeah. type of ship. It's it's not a completely one of a kind. But as far as we've ever seen it in is. any media other than Legends, uh-huh. uh, no, that there's one That's ship it. in the galaxy That's, that is that. That's and the it one. Is Slave One, owned by Django passed on to his son Boba at some point oh my gosh uh yeah um yeah so Mando can't get through the force field he sees somebody exit Slave 1 now at this point I wasn't 100% sold that it was Boba yeah it was not 100% there I was it was like this is Boba but I hoped uh and then the cloaked figure comes off, and I'm like, okay, I didn't see any of the guns. Now, looking closer afterwards, I could see them uh-huh. on multiple rewatches. I'm like, okay, <laughs> he does have the gaffy stick and the big old rifle strapped to his bag. That's fine. But uh, at the time, I'm like, okay, it's in a cloak. We don't know. Mando comes off the hill, laser blasts, and freaking Boba Fett. <laughs> there he is. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Oh, my gosh. I freaking... Lost I, I, it. I, yeah. Even no, more than over. when you see him in over. the first episode, as he watches Mando go past on the speed, you're yep. like, "That's Boba Fett." And then it's you like, see "Oh, her, but like, he's just passively this watching." This is Boba and... Fett. He's here. Oh, 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 oh. And he's, he's talking. talking. <laughs> he's talking, and in that Timor Morrison voice of his, there's that's his voice. Like, there's Django. That's Rex. That's Cody. That's all the clones. There's his voice. Oh my gosh. I'm just reliving it in my head right uh-huh. now. And I'm just, I'm getting chills. Oh, and then we find out he saved Fennec Shand. He did. It's awesome. Now she's got robo abs. Yes, she does. It's <laughs> cool. She peeled it off. She's like, she just opened up that little flap. I'm robot. assuming it's for maintenance. Probably. <laughs> Maybe a little lubrication occasionally. Gets Hopefully, a little squeaky. Yeah. Well, on Tatooine, there's a lot of sand. So That's true. It's true. Gotta you got to clean gotta, it out. You know, get that cleaned out. Get the uh, canned air. Yeah. Spray that out inside there. Uh, so is her... I don't think her whole lower half is, but I think a significant think portion of her torso. Definitely, because she got blasted in the, in the, right in the gut. gut. So I would assume that that right there is just... You know, her gut is mechanics, and her legs are, might be... It that's might just be her gut that's about. mechanic. It could be just, just her just her abdomen. I would think she would have... Um, robo like abs. Cool abilities, like with legs... Abs. If she had robo legs, she could maybe jump higher. 
So or push big rocks, possibly. That's true, but that takes a lot of ab work. Too. Yeah, that's true. So, so uh, Fennec Shand, were you excited? To, uh, I mean, yeah, you were excited. I was to so excited. I was excited. I was so excited. I was so sad when she got shot in the episode. I was like, "That's it. You're gonna like, just throw what? away Ming Na Wen's ability to act. You're just gonna oh, toss it in one well, episode." They're not gonna do oh <laughs> well, I mean a couple of the episodes have been one time you know you we yeah, see him like people. oh Ahsoka like, was, a, was a one off so she may come back she doesn't have to though no That's she doesn't part. which is cool and yeah, no, we we have had a lot of one shot so I was like maybe that's it and so seeing her again was like this there it is that's okay we're gonna see some more of her I loved it oh my goodness uh, Boba Fett talking to Mando Every word that came out of his mouth, I'm just hanging on. Yeah, I mean, I just love every second. What's funny is we were always talking about I'm how just a simple man trying to make my way through the galaxy. That like my father was like me. my favorite line. <laughs> was it? Yeah, I say that. I say that line that Django says <laughs> you do. to people all the time, and they always are just like, okay. It's like, they have no, no idea. You, like ah, that was right your test. over your that head. Your that was your test, and you failed. That's it's like. I, I said super easy, barely an inconvenience today, and didn't get a reaction out of either of the people I was with, oh, and I immediately got sad. <laughs> that, that's sad. I mean, I am waiting for the time that someone says, ever make your way as far as Coruscant. Uh, see, that's that, the proper answer. There it is. See, my problem is I never think that far. <laughs> like, you'd say something, just a simple man trying to make my way through the universe. It's like, ah, it's the thing, it's, it's the, the thing. thing. And you're like, and? I'm like, and? And it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you say hello there, and you wait for someone to say, you know, General, General Kenobi, Kenobi. Or, you know, what he says in uh, episode four to R2-D2. Hello there. Oh, gosh, Don't I worry. Don't worry. I won't hurt you. But, oh, yeah, I, I wait I wait for the time that someone does it. And when someone does it, I'm going to blow my mind. Course. And when that happens, you will immediately be best friends. <laughs> yeah, really. Because I'll, well, I'll see how far they can go. Oh, like, man. That reminds me. I saw a meme. It was from uh, Step Brothers. Have uh-huh. you ever seen that? Yeah. Or, or know about it? Uh-huh. And... And Will Smith, and I can't remember the other guy, and he's like, did we just become best friends? And he's like, yes! Uh-huh. And one of them is Mando, and the other one's Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I even, I when I watched it with my wife again, so I had, I think, two people text me that evening, like, so have you watched the latest episode? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, twice. Yeah, twice. Right. And so, when I watched it with my wife and he said that, you know, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe like my father, I'm like, he said the thing! The thing! And it was just, just right so over. Uh, I was like, there it or, is, it's right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, it was okay. like, I could just listen to you say that over oh, and over again. Oh, I can again. listen to Tamara Morrison just talk. Yeah. Because every word that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, it's Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And uh, like every time he says something, like Boba Fett said that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Now his his line is slightly different than his father's. His father says, "I'm just a simple man making my way through the universe," and Boba says, "Making my way through the galaxy." So it's just it's the same, but just slightly tweaked. Yeah. Which is exactly what Boba Fett is. He's the same, the same just a little different. Tweaked. <laughs> That's true. Oh my gosh, I freaking loved that. It was they. He could not have said anything better that was the no. perfect thing for you to say are you Mandalorian are you taking the creed I give my allegiance to no oh. one. Like, oh. 
When he's and when he's like, I cannot get enough of it. Are you here for the child? You know, he's like, Are you a Jedi or are you, are you here a for the Jedi, child? Are you here for the child? And he's like, I'm here for I'm the here armor. For the armor. You want my armor? You can take. You have to peel it off my dead body. Yeah, but he's not Gore Koresh. He doesn't no. want your armor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. There it is. <laughs> I don't want your armor. I want my I want armor. Mine that you took from Cobb Vanth. You Tatooine. took from Cobb Vanth on Tatooine. The way so he says cool. Tatooine. Like, I only want to say it like that for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, like the same Touch way with me. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Like, oh my gosh, and he says Boba. it just like Django, and it's like, yeah. oh! Boba. You do it's me, Boba Fett. That's my father, me, Boba. Django Fett. You're like, that's it. There, there fought in the Mandalorian Civil War. Oh my gosh. Which we will I know we're to. jumping ahead, but I don't even care. Ah, uh, it's just, every because... time Boba says something, it's just... <sighs> You know, I always grew up thinking Boba Fett was a cool guy. And I made fun of him with everybody else. Uh-huh. He doesn't do anything. He stands around. He talks a big game. And, and then he gets taken out by a blind guy with a stick. Yeah. And it's so funny, right? But it is. Boba Fett, I, I always had this secret respect. Like, if I ever met Boba Fett, I wouldn't say those things to his face. Absolutely not. <laughs> because I'm, I, I, there's that... I know what he can do. Yeah. <laughs> and now I really know what uh-huh. he can do. It's funny is I always loved Boba Fett. Yeah. He was always like, you know, cause in episode five, it shows us all these bounty hunters, mm-hmm. but Boba Fett was the one who was able to do stuff. And it was like, this guy is really, you know, something to be wary about. And so it was, I was always like, he just got, you know, the short stick and he's yeah. just luck. He's just, the force at some point just willed that this is what's going to happen. It's like, cause he, he was, I always thought he was so cool. You know, jetpacks and just his armor. It was just so cool. And so when, you know, we finally, this episode gave me the Boba Fett I always wanted. Yep. It finally gave us the Boba Fett we always knew he was. Yeah. And we got to see it on screen finally. We did. Uh, I've got on the table here in front of us, I've got a bunch of different Mandalorians, <laughs> including two different versions of Boba Fett. I've got the uh, all white. Oh, nice. Uh, prototype Boba Fett. I've got the traditional Boba Fett with both leg, both both knee rockets. That's so cool. <laughs> and then I've got two different Jangos. One of them is the original Lego Jango Fett, which goes for like $100 on eBay and stuff right now. Wow. And then I've got the, the secondary version that came in a smaller set, but now is worth twice as much as the set ever was. There because they released Django Fett, people pass on the set, and then it goes out of print, and everybody goes, wait, 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 I wanted Django Fett. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, yeah. then, of course, I've got Din Djarin here on his Tatooine, Tatooine bike. Tatooine. Tatooine. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Their exchange was just... I loved it. I loved it, because... All of the Mandalorian, we've seen how Mando is very confident in you know his abilities. Everything. He's like, I'm fine. And it was funny to see the exchange where Boba was also fine. You know, when he's yeah, like, he's standing there with no Beskar, nothing. His weapons are on his back, yeah, wearing just a cloak. And he's like, and he's standing in front of a fully decked out Mandalorian who's got his blasters Beskar. out, full Beskar, and he's just standing in front of him like. I got this. Well, yeah, it was oh just funny gosh. when he's like, you know, just <laughs> hand it over. And then even Mando, he kind of flexes a little when he activates the... the activates the, the spare, whistling birds. The whistling birds and 
doesn't even phase Boba. Nope, he doesn't even flinch. He's just like, oh, I wasn't talking about you. Oh, no, we're not going to shoot you. We're going to shoot your little friend on the ridge. Your little friend up there on the hinge. And and then Fennec talks, and Mando's like, Fennec? Good ear. Good ear, Mando. (laughs) You can hear it in his voice, like, Fennec? Fennec? (laughs) Like, what? Which is funny, because, like, for us... We've been getting tidbits of Fennec might come back, but you yeah. have to think in Mando's position, the last time dead. he saw her, she was dead. Dead in the sand. And I was like, he does have a good ear. Cause like, yep, I don't know if like, I'd remember somebody Fennec? I met once and then they died. Yeah, they talked for <laughs> 10 minutes and then he left. You left to go get the Bantha. To go get the Bantha. Or the... Or the Dubak. Uh, the Dubak. <laughs> and then he came back and she was... What he thought was dead. Yeah, which is funny. She's like, it looks like you've seen a ghost. You look, you look like, like you've seen, seen a, a ghost. ghost. He's, like, he's like, you were dead. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I am seeing a ghost. She was left for dead. Like me. Like I was. Oh my gosh. Like me. Oh my gosh. I freaking love Boba Fett. <laughs> and what does he say? But Well, Boba Fett is officially no longer the main character anymore. <laughs> Boba Fett is the main character. <laughs> Boba Fett is now the character that we like, want. Um, sometimes fortune smiles on the wretched. Oh, and, and rescues the wretched. Sometimes fortune. Freaking love. Oh, or gosh. fate. Sometimes fate rescues, fate the, rescues wretched. the wretched. So cool. That he considers himself the wretched. Yeah. That he, he knows he's not the good guy. And that's something else. Is we root so much for Boba Fett... He was always the bad guy. He was. He was which, the bad guy. Which he freaking caught Han He caught Solo. Han and all of them. To, <laughs> to, to that end, uh, this is jumping ahead a little bit. When he, Boba sees the Empire, for a half a second I thought, is he going to go back to the oh, Empire? Oh gosh, yes. Is he going to be like, peace out? This Like, oh. Uh, this is where I'm going. Like, is he going to just leave them and join the Empire? For a half a second, I thought that. Just cause... I thought so, too. And that's going to be a fun discussion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see if we can find our place in the episode again real quick. So, Because we, we're, we're jumping all over the I mean, place. We're at the... Half of me doesn't even care. Really? So, we're... Boba loves his armor. Mm-hmm. They say that for the bounty on Grogu's head right now, you could buy 10 suits of armor. Yeah. Yeah. Beskar. 10 suits of 10 Beskar. Suits of... Full Beskar armor, but... At least that was the insinuation. I don't know if that's... Yeah, really I... Mean, but Boba says no. He wants... He doesn't care. He wants his he armor. He wants his armor. And in exchange for his armor, he'll... He'll ensure he promise safety the safety of, of Mando and, and, Grogu. and Grogu. And I think that's why, in the end, he sticks around. It's because uh, he took the armor yeah. from Mando without Mando giving it to him. Yeah. He just took it. And I think that's why he feels a little bad. And so he took his end of the deal. He got his reward before Mando got his reward. Yeah. Or before he anything happened, really. Really, yeah. And so now Boba's like, you know what? I still owe you something. Mm-hmm. I'll help you get this kid back. I think we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with me, <laughs> Boba Fett, who can... Boba Fett... Who can basically win the M against the Empire myself? Which he showed. Plus you to help. We uh-huh. can totally do this. <laughs> Yo, know, Mando is a good target. If I've seen <laughs> I it, was thinking about he that. He is like the perfect target. So we're reviewing two episodes today. It's episode. It's chapter fourteen and chapter eleven. Eleven. And in both of them, he just takes so many hits. Yeah, he's just he's. 
the distraction. <laughs> he, he <laughs> But anyway, they're they're interrupted. They are, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll jump. We'll jump into Manabe and target practice. More ships show up. Another ship shows up. Which it's a drop ship. It looks like the ships from the First Order. It does. It looks a lot like it. The, the engines on the on back are seven. wide. The back of it looks like a U-wing. Yeah. And then there's no uh, pilot thing on top. There's some little thing, and then t- the turrets on the side. But the front opens just like the D-Day invasion yeah. ships, which are just like the uh, yeah the First Order ship from Force Awakens. Yeah. I noticed that. I was like, "Oh, and it... Rise of Skywalker weren't they in Rise of Skywalker?" Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. I was like, oh, "I see it. it may be kind of starting to shift." Yeah, you know, a little bit of design. They're starting to, you know, we're starting to see the first order maybe start to kind of yeah pop and, up a little. And bit. that's a cool looking ship. I'm, there's a lot of people in Lego trying to build it right now, and that's my biggest thing is I'm not good at copying ships from oh, Star yeah? Wars. I I I do the occasional thing if nobody else has done it. I'll jump in, try it, and and it works. Um, but everybody's jumping on these things, right. and I sat, I sit down, and I try to make it. I'm like, oh, you know what? Other people have done so much better than me, and so I'm just, I'm just waiting for them to do it. <laughs> and then if I see an improvement I can make on the design, then I'll jump in then there and be like, it. well, that's not quite right, and I'll fix it myself. But <laughs> yeah, that's a cool ship. It's a cool looking ship, and we've seen the evolution, and then a bunch of dark troopers come out. No. Nope. I expected it. Did you? Yeah, no. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I expected. You know, I did. I, I expected the dark. Whatever those things were that uh, whatever was Moff Gideon, Gideon looked at, I did expect those things to be what because came out. That's what they showed in the in the yeah. opening. Yeah. And then when it's a bunch of stormtroopers, you're like, oh, it's just stormtroopers. Like, They'll oh, be fine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> this will be this, easy. This is the opener. This is the this is the opening act. Yeah. Which and, uh, we didn't talk about. Yeah, the, um, they have the st- a standoff before the uh, stormtroopers show up. Right, they're at a standoff, so Mando takes his jetpack off. Right, and I thought that was weird at first, but so did I. at the same time, uh, the jetpack allowed Mando to have the high ground. That's true, and that we know in Star Wars, high ground is important. It is. It's always important, and so that allowed Boba to know that Jango, or sorry. <laughs> Boba to know that Din Djarin was not going to jet off and suddenly start shooting at him. Right. And I think that was why. I know a lot of people think that it's because, oh, there's plot reasons later on. Yeah. We'll see why he, if he had the jetpack, some things would have been solved. But. Well, I mean, in the end, they. In the end, you could have just tweaked a little bit of the timing on things. Yeah. And we would have ended up with the same result. Yeah. But this allowed a little more interesting development between Mando and how he's fighting with mm-hmm. the stormtroopers with Fennec and Yeah, and, and they both lost their high ground because Fennec had the high ground. She was up on the, right. the ridge, so yeah. Boba, you that know, sacrificed his high ground, but he's like, I'm not going to just be the only one who loses my high ground. Exactly. You have to lose yours too. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, um, so 100%. Mando is now so, jetpackless. So it does make sense. And I had a hard time with it, but I'm like, they don't make mistakes like that. Yeah. They don't just throw something in for plot reasons. There there has to be a reason why they would have done it, and I'm sure I can find it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that was it. Mm-hmm. And he knows the power of a jetpack. Yes, he does. Because he's Boba Fett. He's Boba Fett. And we get to see him. If you didn't think he knew the power of it, again, this episode shows you just oh. how much Boba Fett knew... Well, welcome to the Boba Fett podcast. Exactly. <laughs> it's so true. I'm talking about the Boba Fett show. Um, 
Um, <laughs> Mando, uh, when the transport first gets there, uh, they so they have their standoff. Mando takes off his jetpack, but just holsters his weapon. And another key thing that doesn't matter later, <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, uh, Boba takes off his uh, his rifle, yeah. but not his gaffy stick. No. And uh, that was somewhat strategic. We find out later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mando tries to go up to get Grogu. Grogu, and Fennec and Boba go to hold off the troops. Mm-hmm. And Fennec is just, you know, one shot, one kill. She's just sniping boom, the boom, crap boom. out of him. And Boba's, there's a lot of guys. Boba's using guy. his gun. At that point... Yeah, he picks his gun back he up. He picks his rifle but back Mando up. But Mando doesn't pick up his jetpack. No, he... Well, because the first <sighs> thing he thinks is Grogu, and so... Yeah. Know, which, I and mean, he doesn't we saw use in, it all the time. We saw in episode two that he can call his jetpack to him. That's true. So I wondered why he didn't do that, but... Well, you know, I don't know if he can. I know he can activate it. Maybe that's the case. He can have it go up and down, and that's... That's true, yeah. It didn't it. really come to him. Yeah. It, it's not a homing beacon, I guess. Plus, he, he, if he activates it and then they shoot it down, now he's in big trouble because he's completely lost his jetpack now. True, so. true. Yeah, when you see a, a ship coming in, your first thought isn't to, let's fly up. It's got these cannons on the side. That's a good point. So, but Mando goes up to get Baby there. and tries to reach through the force field thing and gets knocked out completely. Yeah, which is crazy because he got knocked out through Beskar. Yeah, we've seen he's he gotten hit land by on his head. Yeah, but he's get hit by a ton of stuff, and he's usually okay. But well, it's just the way he got hit or something, he just knocked him out. Yeah, got to get checked for a concussion after that. Yeah, um, <laughs> he But uh, we now we know that nothing can get through. So while Mando's out cold, as long as this force field is intact, we're, we're not worried about mm-hmm. Baby Yoda. So that's so fine. Now we get to see um, the Boba Fennec Sean. Now episode. we see the Boba stuff. The movie. The, the real show. The real show. Fennec going freaking nuts on all these guys. She, I mean... And she, Boba with that gaffy stick. Oh, my goodness. He was... He was destroying so, their armor. Like oh, we, yeah. We've seen armor crack before with the armorer. Yeah. When when she gets attacked at the end of season one. She shatters some armor, and that was... Whoa! So cool. But this one, no. No, he, he smashes... A stormtrooper oh, so helmet just, just into pieces. Breaks it apart. <laughs> and it just shows And it, it shows he it after, too. Whacks those guys, and it just knocks them out. And then he's able to stab one of them right through the chest. Yeah. With the gaffy stick with and the And he grabs, in. like, the captain dude and, like, throws him to the ground and just... Dude, that was insane. His strength is, you're like, hey, he's... He's a big Formidable. Dude. Yeah. And through armor, he, like he's taking he's taking these guys on in his cloak still. Yeah. Yeah. This this dude, no armor, no helmet, his awesomely scarred head. Yeah, I was like, I'd like to note that he looks so cool. I know. Just his scars <laughs> and his like the discoloration. He looks so cool. My guess is that uh, that stomach acid and the sarlacc didn't really agree with him. Yeah, because <laughs> he lost all his hair. Uh yeah no he's um, he's full on bald head. I don't think he have eyebrows. I don't remember if he had, he might not have had eyebrows. Oh yeah, he lost all not. his hair. He lost all the hair on his body. Yeah. Well, on his on head. his head. The only part we see for even part of the show, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so cool looking, and you could just yeah. see, and you could see that he was like, I'm not one who gives mercy. He oh just, no. 
completely straight through. Freaking beats the crap out of these guys with nothing but a freaking gaffy stick. Yeah. Nothing but a bantha tube thrush. Really though, it's like <laughs> it, all of a sudden it puts a little more fear with the, the Tuscan Raiders because like those gaffy yeah. sticks are not oh. something to mess around with. Yeah. Now I think back when Luke encountered him and got knocked out, and I'm like. We're lucky that's all he got. Yeah, and he split his, his head, head. open. <laughs> oh Maybe they they may not be as strong as uh, Boba. Boba is. But still, I mean, those weapons are mean and nasty. They, they are, and they were so cool looking, though. Oh, man. But anyway, yeah, he that's just... A good one. He goes to town and yeah. just... Cleans, cleans house with that, yeah. that stick. Not even a problem. Doesn't take a hit. I, I did notice a little bit that the stormtroopers stopped shooting at people for a minute. And yeah. that was kind of annoying. Well, I like, wonder if it's just the They surprise. were running up to them. Like... But they also weren't trying to kill them. True. It could be that they were going to say, hey, we're not after you, which they actually which say to Fennec. Say... We're not after you. We're going after the child. We're going, we want the kid. And maybe they're like, dude, just stop it. We want your help. We want to hire you. We uh-huh. want something. And it's not until Mando shows up to help Fennec that they really start firing again. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so they may have even had orders to say, hey, try to get those two people on our side. Yeah. I, I don't think they're with him. Yeah. But that doesn't work. Uh, and the, and we, we get so we get new troopers. We get a new trooper. We get yeah. a mortar yeah. trooper. Yeah. He's got yellow markings uh-huh. that are in the same pattern as the flame trooper from uh, episode 8. Yes. Uh, chapter 8, I should say. Um, episodes are for the for the movies. Yes, these are chapters. Chapters. Uh, yeah, in chapter eight, the, he had red markings in the same pattern, and this one has yellow markings. Mm-hmm. So, flame trooper, mortar trooper, uh, and he's launching these mortars off, and it's like this right is Fennec, yeah. yeah, this is a legitimate concern because those are basically just grenades that he's yeah, launching. Yeah, they are. Which it seemed like he was using them more for just distraction, so that the other stormtroopers could get the gun, get a little bit closer, in place. Yeah. Oh, the E-Web. Yeah, we got some E-Web troopers out there again. And we see a good use of it. Yeah, Really good use. We see it actually firing and being effective. The only reason they're not hitting Fennec is because she's just over the ridge. Yeah. And she's she's trying to maintain that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And whenever you're shooting up, there's a a chance something's going to come down, and that's exactly what happens to him. Exactly. The uh, mortar guy's really the guy who loosened that up for her. Yeah, he is. Well, he didn't expect that. He... Just was a couple feet off, really. That's true. Like three to, feet. Yeah, from the back end. How could you miss? How could you miss? She was three feet away from you. <laughs> <laughs> and is. it's Mulan. Yep. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. How could you miss, Mortar Trooper? You had one job to do, and this is all you're supposed to do. But uh, he loosens that thing. The uh, E-Web's hitting it. Uh, it's about to come down anyway. Yeah. But then she pushes on it and uses those robo abs. Yeah, I to get a nice shove. Uh, I work on, in underground. I work digging trenches and rocks and stuff. And I, I can tell you, you could push your entire life on that rock and it would not move. <laughs> that is a huge rock. That yeah. is a gigantic rock. When she went to push it, I'm like, you can't push a rock that big. And then I turned to my wife. I'm like, I mean, she will. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> but you can't. Uh, that thing would have to be just just toppled just perfectly. It had to be it had to be teetering on the edge for you to be able to move it at all. That's true. Or you have to have robo abs, which, which she does. She did. I mean, at least it showed she did struggle. Like 
Yeah, she her, didn't get it the first try. Took her to the count of three. Yep. To get to that and to get it but off. But she knocks that thing down, takes out. It takes out a couple stormtroopers. <laughs> the E-Web guy tries to blast it and yeah. fails. At, at what point do you just like nope. bail? I, I would have bailed, you know, much sooner. Halfway than down. <laughs> as soon as it crushed those two guys, I'm like, oh, like, I'm not I'm stopping out. it. Yep. Which I wish, I was actually hoping it was going to just blow through them and blast right into one of the ships and just destroy oh that. Gosh, that would have been, been awesome. so funny. Yeah, that that is funny. But, um, but it doesn't, it hits some bottom part it, and breaks apart a little bit. And then the captain trooper is there, and that's when Boba Fett shows up Boba right behind him. Taps him on the shoulder and just... Hey, that's a classic Han move right there, a little really tap is. on the shoulder. It's like he, he could have... He's just toying with him now, because he could have just whacked that dude. Oh, yeah. Done, but he's but like... But he's like, no, I want you to see this. I want coming. you to see this coming. Well, well, so they took out those guys pretty good. And yeah. Boba, when he finishes up with him, looks over and sees the open door on the Razor Crest. Yep. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh no, he's just going to take it and run. I thought he was going to take the whole ship. Oh, yeah. Like, he's going to be like, thanks for the ship, and be like, okay, Fennec, go get in the Slave One. We have two ships now. The makings of your very own fleet. Exactly. (laughs) Commodore. Commodore. Commodore Fett. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, But he doesn't. We see Mando wake up and say to the kid, uh... All right, kid, just hold on. I'm going to try to stop him again. We see another troop transport come in. Yeah, now there are two. Now there are two of them. And he leaves, and immediately Yoda's done. Which is annoying. Oh, my gosh. If you just look back. See, you never never leave. Yeah, yeah, your kid's safe, but we don't know how long. We don't know how long this timer is. Yeah. We have no idea. And as soon as he leaves... It's over, and Grogu passes out. He's exhausted. Yeah, he, every time he uses the fork. Which, did you, you like notice? Yeah, I was going to say his oh, gosh, meditation yes, pose. That. that was awesome. I loved that. That was so fun. That was such a fun little detail. And I'm so like, funny. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> there he is. Um, and then he goes down and starts helping Fennec. Well, before, this is, you know, like the my favorite part of Fennec, when she just jumps off the side of the oh, ledge and murks coolest pose in the air. and just boom, 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 boom. <sighs> Does a roll and <laughs> takes out like two other guys oh in gosh. her roll. She's just totally taking everybody out. Yeah, and, and then takes her helmet off, sees the other so troop transport takes, come in. Yeah, she's taking another a guy comes too. Around, she's like surprises her, takes off, she throws the helmet, oh, which gosh. totally takes that guy out. And then she blasts <laughs> the other guy. This is the point where my wife's like, "Is she gonna run out of ammo?" And I'm like, I look at her, I'm like. These are blasters. You don't run out of ammo. You overheat. Have you ever played Battlefront? Blasters overheat. And she's like, obviously I haven't. Like, now, that's not totally true. They do They do have ammo. I, at least we know the Stormtroopers have ammo. Mm. But it seems like regular blasters, yeah, they just have these unlimited power cells or something. Yeah. Just keep going forever. Or at least for a very long time. At least Fenix time. does. Yeah. Fennex does, Mando's does, Mando's does. Uh, even Boba's super long sniper thing. Yeah, definitely had. A Although few Although Mando's in it. did need his uh, his big gun, it needed bullets. Oh yeah, the disintegration gun. Yeah, yeah, but that thing, you don't see bolts. You just disintegrations. That's so true. <laughs> so yeah, Which, disintegrator. That? Yeah, right, right. We saw oh, it. It's, for it's a gone. Bit. It's gone, huh? It's gone. Which we'll get to. Why oh, it's goodness. Gone. Okay. So yeah. they keep fighting. Fennec's getting surrounded. Going to troopers. 
Uh, Mando wakes up. Grogu takes a nap. Mando backs up Fennec. Yes. And uh, it's it's a phrase I love, and I'll say it again. Beskar holds up. Beskar holds up. <laughs> he uh, like, he let's do this. target practice for those stormtroopers, and they are definitely hitting the side of a bantha. Yes, they, they are. are. They're hitting Mando with at least every other shot. Yeah. They, they're they're, about they're time. hitting him it's pretty nice good. Um, and he's just standing there taking it, shooting back. Fennec's coming over his shoulder. And she's definitely just hiding behind Bob him. Bob and Weave just... behind him. And uh, and they do pretty good. And then all they of a sudden, when, just when you think they're getting overrun, this little bomb, little yeah. bomb that falls down. Tick, ding, tick, ding, ding, beep, 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 beep. Boom! And we see a trooper like, oh no, an explosion! And then behind him, something drops down. And the coolest sequence in all of Star Wars begins. Yeah. (laughs) And for a minute, I thought Mando and Fennec stopped shooting. Yeah. But they didn't. Uh. Later looking in them in the background, they're still fighting. But we are not paying attention to them. At all. Because Boba's got his groove back. Completely on Boba. And by groove, I mean. His His armor. armor. (laughs) Which he knows how to use. There's not... There's nothing there. He... And I also noticed he didn't take a single shot. He didn't get hit. He didn't sit there and take shots. He dodged. He moved. He took every single guy out. Merked every single person. Two things that were my favorite. The knee rockets. Oh, yeah. Because I have that visual dictionary... I, and I've had it since I was a kid when I lived at home. We had the Star Wars original trilogy visual dictionaries, and I would stare at Boba Fett's armor and all the cool things and look at that one little detail down at the bottom that had these knee darts that would launch from his knees, and he's got one on each. And it's and then when he takes that knee and just... Gotta and imagine. I just cheered. I'm like, I know what's coming. I know what that is. Think about how the uh, you know directing that episode went you know when they break down okay we're, Boba's gonna have a fight sequence and they're talking about this and I'm sure they're with Dave Filoni oh I have like, no doubt he was there and let's have him do this 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 and I could see Dave saying oh and then he's gonna have his knee blasters and then he can launch his knee and like his what like, <laughs> wait what well, Boba has knee blasters and you're like hold on and then they're like <laughs> You know, and he shows them where it's at, and like, yeah, he's definitely gonna yeah, do we're that. Yeah, totally using that. He used every single weapon that he had. Yeah. In this thing, well, maybe not a cable. I don't think he used his cable. No. He <laughs> but used, I don't think he has one anymore used, since Luke got rid of it. Yeah, Luke did cut it. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. But I, it makes me want to go back because, from what it looked like, it looked like Cobb Vanth only kind of had the upper part. But now I want to go back to, did Cobb Vanth have the knee blaster the knee and he blaster. never used it? I don't it? know. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe he never just didn't I'm wear sure it. I'm sure he didn't know. Yeah, or he didn't know how to use it, you know, because it's funny. We talked about, like, Cobb Vanth, he was being, he was drowning in that armor. You know, he looked so tiny in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that armor was he not just looked, for him. And it was really, he just looked scrawny when he was in it. He and, looked really scrawny, and he is super tall. Yeah, so it was... And I, I will never be able to unsee his chin sticking yeah, out from the bottom it, of the thing when he talked. It really, it just <laughs> it just didn't fit Cobb Vanth. No. And but so seeing Bo- it fit Boba, and it's like, it just fit perfectly. It's like, Boba fits this armor, and the armor fits him. He knows how to use it, and... He, and it was it was flawless. Yeah, he never 
took a hit the entire no. time. And there's even one part where a trooper gets up and without looking, he just, boom! Yeah, he just, just to the boom! side. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's like, oh. To the point that the stormtroopers <laughs> are like, this is not worth it. Fall back. Yeah, Let's it's right after the knee darts, which They're I like, was like, yes! <laughs> nope, nope, this guy is too much. First, uh, he, he beat the crap out of us uh, with a stick. Now he's in full now armor. Now he's invincible and taking us out uh-huh. with, without any, just, just like... We're, we're butter. We're yeah. just melting before so like, him. Get back to the ship. And it's funny that he used the buttons because called Vanth, the thing just went down. But it's like Boba, he's actually... It he's showed, actuating it. We yeah. watched him touch his helmet to bring the you know, the targeting system down. Yeah. Which which we've, we've, we saw in the movies a couple yeah. times when he'd have that thing down. We but, saw Django use and it. And we saw Django... Um, but to see Boba activate it and have it come down. Like so the, the stormtroopers run off. They run back onto their transports. They away. take off. Boba targets targets one Shit. of them, launches his rocket, hits one of them, it and crashes takes and takes the them both one. out. And uh, Mando comes up and says, nice shot. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was aiming, aiming for, for the, the other one. one. And it's like, you didn't have to say that. Like, we would have all accepted it. And I thought I saw something wrong. Or I thought there was something weird, a, a continuity error. Because when he targeted it, I just those little things I always keep track of. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just like in Rise of Skywalker when they destroy that ship with Chewie on it. I'm like, uh-huh. that wasn't the one with Chewie. There were two of them. Yeah. I'm like, I knew. I already knew. There was no question in my mind. And then right. they reveal, and it's like, oh, Chewie's still alive. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, he is. He is. That wasn't. There were two of them. I thought there were two of them. The thing is, I couldn't remember. I was like, where did I thought they were? Yeah. But... So in this one, when he aims at the lower one, I'm like, okay, he aims at the lower one and goes up and it hits the upper one. I'm like, oh, well, oh, oh, that might be a mistake. They hit uh-huh. the upper one when he aimed at the lower one. And then he says, I was aiming for the other one. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Huh. <laughs> he actually like put that in there on purpose. The Which is oh. funny because it's like even in an accident, he's still just a boss and just takes out all the stormtroopers. Do you think your head would explode if James Earl Jones... Tim Murray Morrison and Morgan Freeman all sat in the room talking to each other? Probably. Yeah. Like, just hearing all those voices, I think you could just sit there for days. Oh, yeah. And not eat or drink and then just die. Just, I think so. <laughs> just listen just to them listening talk. to them talk. They should do a podcast. That. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that would be the podcast and all podcast. Yeah, it would. I'm Morgan Freeman and, and Tim Murray Morrison and... James Earl Jones. I can't do James Earl Jones. <laughs> I can't do any of them when I'm thinking too hard. But, oh gosh. But they have iconic voices. <sighs> and this is the point where we're like, sweet, we won. That's it. You know? We're That's like, it. We've shown that we're going to win now. And then we see the flash of a giant bolt of energy. Yep. And it comes down through the clouds, and we're like, what are they aiming at? Because uh-huh. it's, obvi- it's obviously a laser bolt. Yeah. It came from it's somebody in orbit from or something. something. And we're like, what are they shooting at? And then the tragedy happens. Yes. And the Razor Crest is freaking disintegrated. It, it just completely destroys the Razor Crest, which he just got fixed. Yeah, he just got fixed in the last episode. 100%. Perfect, perfectly put back together. Beautiful. Takes out all these TIE fighters. Yeah. Wicked moves. Everything's holding together. No more Mon Calan nets and ropes well, everywhere. man, we'll get <clears throat> And he freaking... It's gone. It's just... 
It's just gone. I almost cried when I saw that part. I was like, his ship is gone. And and they did the perfect job of showing you that, no, it's gone. Yeah. Watching it, you know, the three times since, and watching, and it shows it hit it. It changes perspective, hits it again, disintegration, and then it shows that front shot where it looks like the hull melts. Yeah. Like, it doesn't fragment into a bunch of pieces. It melts. It's it's just gone. Uh, uh, but yeah, and that's that's when Phoenix like, to Boba is like... You better go to your ship. ship. <laughs> now, granted, Boba's ship is somewhat camouflaged on this planet. True, it it's is. It's a lot of earth tones, a lot of yeah. dark greens, dark Which reds, my and favorite tans. ship on um, Star Wars, I just, um, The Fallen Order. Yes. Like with Cal Kestis. Oh, gosh. You that can make job his ship get? look like the Slave One, which oh. is what mine is because those colors were just so awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, it's camouflaged. And, you know, it oh. seems that Boba knows how to park his ship because we were thinking, like, how did he, you know, when he got thrown in the Sarlacc pit, his ship's probably long gone. But, obviously, right. he parked it where it was supposed to be, and we see the same thing. He knows where to put his yeah. ship. He knows how to, how to hide it. He knows yeah. how to be in the shadows a little bit <clears throat> but and uh and mando drives a giant silver ship yeah he does that you can spot from space yep <laughs> yep and that's when he you know he he does his you know he activates his visor to see what it was that destroyed his ship and there's you know an empire ship a uh a light i think it's a light cruiser light cruiser architons architons class Light cruiser. Yeah. And I was going to write that down. I started writing down all the like little details uh, that I'd want to remember later, little names of things. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm starting to, starting to lose my voice. And, uh, and so he sees the cruiser and goes, the child. They're yep. here for the child. <clears throat> and starts running up the hill and everyone's screaming at their screens, jetpack! Uh-huh. And then we see Moff Gideon on the bridge. And somebody says, direct hit. Oh. Oh. And I, I, you know, you could almost hear Moff Gideon. They could be like, oh, we see the child. We see the Mandalorian. And Moff Gideon's like, target his ship. Target his ship. Make sure he can't get, can't follow us. You're like, oh. And then he says, have the dark troopers been activated? And this is the first time we hear their, their label. Their name. Yeah. And dark troopers. And momentarily. Momentarily. After she pushes the button right then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, can you oh, hear crap. that? It's like, have the dark troopers been activated? Click. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, they have. Coming online. And uh, then we see this shape rocket out of the side of the yeah. ship. And I thought at first it might have been like a, a drop pod or something. Yeah. But then as we see some other shots, it's they're separate individuals. Yeah. So Mando's running up the hill. And we see Phoenix some behind shots him. of these... <clears throat> These now officially classified as battle droids. Really? They are classified as battle droids. Interesting. From the information I found. And they come all the way down to the surface. And they do the shot. They do the, the back and forth. Mando and Fennec. Dark Troopers. Dark Mando, troopers. Fennec, Dark Troopers. Mando, Fennec, Dark Troopers. And for, for a minute, I'm like, oh, 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 they're close. They're close. I think they can do it. And then it shows the Dark Troopers flip around go into their landing sequence and it shows Mando and he is 
way farther down the hill than I thought he was. Yeah. And that that's the moment when I went, oh, crap. Yeah. We're not done. Mm-hmm. There's not just one tragedy in this no. episode. And this is it. They get to the... They get to the top of the hill right as these dark trooper battle droids. who got a death trooper look like. They do. They face. have that. It <clears throat> reminded me of the the dark troopers that again you fight in Fallen Order. Yeah, the purge troopers. Yeah, the purge yeah. troopers. They had that same kind of helmet. The red. Yeah, they look a little squattier. Like yeah. The death troopers are are taller. You're right. Yeah. The death troopers have a taller helmet. But yeah, those purge troopers, so, uh, they have the squad. It reminded right. me of them. Yeah, good point. Um, they got the red eyes and everything. And... Yeah. And so, it's like, so just careless with yeah. Grogu. It was like, you be careful <sighs> with that thing. That kid, that you, child. Yeah, you, you don't infant. just... I mean, didn't even, like, stop. Like, they're slowly, epically walking towards Grogu. Oh, yeah, no, it's And then like once he grabs him, it's just... Snagged him super fast. Gone. It, now, this is the part where I got to share my proud nerd moment, mm-hmm. proud dad nerd moment. I've already shared this with you. My youngest daughter, Amelia, we were watching this for the first time, and she, when, when she saw those dark troopers, she got scared. She started to cuddle a little more. Mm. And then when that one grabbed Grogu, she out loud screamed <laughs> and hid. She is terrified of those things. Uh... Second time, same thing. Screamed. I was so shocked that she did it again. I wasn't prepared for it. I had forgotten she screamed the first time. And then she screamed again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. Third time, she didn't scream. But as the dark troopers were coming down, she started shaking. Like, she's, she's sitting in my in my lap this this last time. I was up on the couch. And she's, she's shaking. She's visibly, like, whole body shaking. And they get closer and closer. And I'm like... Uh, Ladima's in the chair next to me. I'm like, Ladima, look at look at her. We're watching the part. And and she's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's shaking. That's crazy. My youngest daughter is terrified of these things, and I can't even remember the last time I was genuinely scared in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And I am so proud. <laughs> oh yeah. That, <laughs> that, that I let my little two year old daughter watch this. Like, I kinda wanna show it to my kids. She watched the do. troopers getting killed. Their helmets getting smashed in by Boba Fett. She's like, whatever. The, the Razor Crest blowing up. But those dark trooper droids Terrifying. taking Grogu the in the actual act of picking him up. She couldn't handle it. But, I mean, <clears throat> it shows how, you know, when you see them, they are menacing. They are they incredibly are. terrifying. It makes me wonder if I've watched episode four with her and want to see her reaction to Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> she may I imagine fear that would him. Be, uh, I would imagine she might be afraid of Vader, which is kind of, yeah. I'm proud of that. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's pretty awesome. That's, <clears throat> yeah, they, it's, Grogu wakes up just in time to be taken, which is the sad part. Oh, they yeah, they just you can see just his right there. concern on his face as he looks down on on Mando. Ugh. Just the fear that he probably felt too, and it was like, yep. Ah, oh man, it just I, hurts. I can't imagine what he would feel like to see your kid flying away with a bunch of droids. Yeah, and and, we, and plus his his rem, remnants of memory about droids. Still there. Bad. So can you imagine him failing Baby Yoda and having Baby Yoda being taken by droids? That's got to hit him even worse. That's true. I didn't even think about it. I didn't until right now. He was hiding, you know, against the the battle troopers, the the super battle droids. 
these things look, you know, relatively <clears throat> close enough to those things. You, you could you see him get some, even some PTSD. PTSD you know, he flashbacks <clears throat> at the same terror that he feels. Which, you know, how how does that make him feel now? Even worse, because he's experienced the same fear that Grogu's feeling right now yeah. from the same things. Yeah. Droids. Oh, man. And it's, it's funny, as I was saying... Grogu has become my youngest. Yeah. And so watching, you know, watching them take Grogu away, it was like, and you know, he's helpless. He doesn't have his jetpack. Like what? He, all he can do is watch oh, as they fly away with his kid. You put it in that perspective, and I'm like, I don't think there's anything you could do to stop me. Yeah. Like he doesn't. He doesn't go after Grogu. If it were me. It'd be like, where's my jetpack? Yeah. And I would run, grab that thing. I'd, I'd make it take off. So I'd, I'd activate, launch it. Where is it? There it, it is. Going be, to get it. It'd be kind of cool to There'd see him jump to off see the me. ledge <clears throat> and just have the jetpack like attach as he jumps off and he just <clears throat> rockets yeah, up. That's, that's the cool. kick butt moment that we're going to see later. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, but for I, I, I know he has to like attach it. So, but... But him just run to the edge, jump off, grab it, shut it off, you know, so it doesn't keep going. Grab it, attach it, boom! That would have been so cool. He could run up one of the the rocks. If if it was really your kid, you don't stop. Yeah. If somebody's got your kid, you see it in movies and stuff where they stop and they're like, oh no, my child. It's like, no. Like, you, you, you mama bear the heck out of that thing. Oh, yeah. You, you freaking, it doesn't matter. They're on an Architons class cruiser. I'm going to well, go up there. I'm going to take mean, it on myself. Yeah. and even the I'm going to freaking blow the, the crap out of thing. I'm going to go through the windscreen. I'm going to. Yeah, the hard part is, <clears throat> when you think about it, in my experience, when I've, my kids have been in danger, you don't think, <laughs> you act. No, you don't. You, you, you want to share that story? Which I'd love to share that story. We were at Lake Powell. <clears throat> For those who don't know, that's a lake here in Utah. And then, and it's a big, it's a huge it's a lake. It's the biggest lake. lake. Biggest lake in you. Yeah, huge lake. And my Don't daughter was two. <clears throat> I want to say she was two. She was real small. She was, and she's petite. She's, she's small anyway, but she wasn't very steady, you know, walking. She kind of liked to lean against things. And we're at Lake Powell. We were on a houseboat. Um, my wife's, well, your uncle, my wife's yeah. uncle. Your employer. My, my boss, <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> had a houseboat and so we were all there yeah we rented it we rented um, it from him and and he was kind enough to come down with us and yeah he and... sacrificed <laughs> vacation with us um, but it was just uh, maybe it was day two day three i think it was yeah. and we're, we're watching kids like a hawk when you when you're a parent around water it's terrifying it's constant you yeah. are constantly alert of where your kids are and uh-huh. what they're doing yeah, and it was nighttime is the scariest because oh. you are asleep. Yeah, and every t- and so we slept next to our kids, and every time something would happen, we wake awake. up. It was the worst week of sleep. Terrible sleep. It was horrible the whole time, and we yeah. want to get up early and water ski still. Exactly. <laughs> but, it's not a restful vacation with young kids. No, it's not because water is already scary. And you know, you know, kids, you know, you know which kids can't swim or which mm-hmm. don't swim well and which can. And, and which ones are afraid of the water exactly. and won't go, won't go close to it without yeah. a jacket? And which ones don't are a little... Think about it. Yeah, which was mine. Over which the head. Penny is her name. <clears throat> and she was young enough that it didn't register the danger of water. Mm. 
And so we were, you know, kind of set um, to the front is where I think the food was as we were starting. I, I think we were either cleaning up, but most everyone was up at the front except for my wife and myself. And my wife, she was pregnant at the time yeah. with my, uh, my second and she was in the back um, cleaning up. I think she was cleaning up. I think she was actually changing, changing her into her swimsuit or something. She might have been. Because she, she took the, the life jacket off a of penny. Yes. And got her dressed. And my understanding is she just turned. Well, she was still in her swimming suit, though. She was in her swimming suit. Yeah, well, she put her Maybe in Maybe she was changing her into her swimming suit. Yeah. Point is, yeah, she turned to grab something, and I, I was I was not on the back of the boat. I was just inside. Um, There's where like kind a of the beds area. were there, some yeah. sleeping area right there. Just inside the door. Yeah, and I remember, I think mm. I had just talked to her and Penny at the time, and I had just gone in, and so she had changed her, and uh, Penny was on the side. She fell right in, right off the side of the boat. And, you know, my wife, she screamed, and I well, saw her. She did. she did the gasp. Yes. Which yeah, is was... the most horrid sound in the world for any parent. Oh yeah, to or any any dad to hear your wife make that sound. A scream True. is a scream, and you can gather yourself quickly. But that gasp. Yeah, that's <clears> the... true. Let's see, something's wrong, right there, and it's, it's the yeah horror. Uh-huh. It's raw it's, horror. It, it, that that's probably the best word for it, horror. <clears throat> and so I mean, I poke out. And I see where she's looking, and it's like that's where Penny was a half a second ago, and it, it's and this Penny's is when it gone. it kicked in. It's just, you know, child yeah. is in danger, and I, I just the the speedboat was right next to the houseboat, and she'd fallen right in between, between the two, and you know I saw her as waves I, they're moving. Yeah, it, it's moving, and I saw her. Mm-hmm. I saw the railing, and it, it was no thought. It was just save the kid. And she was underwater for maybe a second and a half. Yep. I saw her at the top and I knew, and it was just, I know where I need to go, where I need to be. I was in the water and she was up. She hadn't even taken a breath. There was no water in her lungs because of how fast. Because it it was She was still in shock herself. She hadn't breathed yet. Exactly. I saw her, you know, she's looking up at me. And and it was like... If I remember right, save it. You, you, the way you said it is, you were suddenly at the edge, and you could see her, and her face was looking up and just barely covered. Uh, that yeah. would haunt my dreams. Man. <laughs> it's it already does. Yeah, it wasn't it, even my kid. I didn't even see it, but I can see it. And I, I, I can see it. I oh, see gosh. it. I see it too. And but it was, it. I was in. She was up, and it, it wasn't. You know, get her into the boat. All it was was. Get her up, up, just up, and I can worry about it later. Right now, she needs to be out of the water. And, and uh, oh gosh, everyone else was at the back of the boat, just like that. I was able to hand her up, you know, and then I got pulled up. And then it's after that that I realized because there are the shells that stick to the bottom of boats sometimes, and I my legs were completely cut up. Yeah, but I couldn't yeah, feel it at there's all. There's like little uh, little. Uh, I don't know if it's what, what, what do you barnacles. Call I'm not sure if that's. They're, yeah, they're like barnacles. They're, they're shells. not barnacles, they're but they, they are. They're incredibly the, sharp, though. Yes. And and you didn't even didn't even think about it. Didn't even hit, think. Didn't even hesitate. Didn't. There was no concern at all for anything that was happening no. with you. And that that's when it was. That's when it hit <clears throat> me. The 
how unrealistic movies are when a kid falls in the water and people stop to take their phone out or to take their shoes or their no. shirt off. Nobody did. Those did not even, it didn't even cross my mind. I was in my swimming suit, but I can say without a doubt, I didn't even think about, do I have my phone? Do I have my shirt? Nope. You don't take anything off no. your body. You don't do any of that. It's, it's immediate. Exactly. There's no question. We've had that, I mean, not nearly to the degree, but when our kids at our home, if somebody falls down the stairs. Yeah. You, there's no thought. You are at the stairs. You are there mm-hmm. in, a, in a second, and you don't even know how you got there. Yeah. And suddenly things are happening, and you're, it's, it's instinct. And, and, so the, and that's another thing. Uh, Mando is not Grogu's father. No. Because that did not happen. He was if more I was stunned. that helpless in yeah. that moment, there if if you even have any path to take care of this, you are pursuing it exactly. immediately. Without a thought. I would have I would have had the jetpack in seconds. Like you would have yeah. you wouldn't have been able to count it. Yeah. And you'd be in the air. And those droids would be shooting at you, and you'd be taking them out as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. But every focus would be on the kid. And you're wearing Beskar. You're not. You're not taking out those droids. You are beelining it to the kid. Yeah. That, you're taking there's, there's the no hits question. to get to the kid. So he's not Grogu's dad. No, he has he a bond a, with he, the kids. He has a bond. But but it is not. He, they're they're not there yet. No, they're not there yet. No. So sorry, yeah. I, I wanted but, to. No, yeah, that's. I love that story, man. I, I even I get, you know, chills even relating it there because it was just such. It was such an interesting, I would say, experience, just because. It's so good to be able to sit on this side of it and it not yes, be a tragedy. It, that is true. I a hundred percent agree with that. And what was nice is, for as horrible as it was, it happened in the most perfect way where we were there you were right there so it took you know the whole thing from her falling into her being out of the water was done in less than five seconds yep and i was up at the front of the boat and the front of the houseboat and i heard i heard the gasp and it was the word it is horrible and yeah and i ran back and by the time i got there and it was i mean I was there in yeah. seconds, and you were already, already had her on the on the edge of the boat, and yeah. it was, it was shocking because before anyone knew what had happened, she was already back in the boat. Yep. And that is the instinct of a parent, and uh, you're a freaking hero, dude. Well, I felt like a superhero. <laughs> well, yeah, you would like, have. I, I you, felt you should because you were <laughs> because it, it it you know didn't end oh, in tragedy. Because of how, and I felt so cool. I felt like, like this is it. This is, I, I have achieved the parenting status of, you know. Of awesomeness. Of, yeah, I felt so cool. <laughs> and it was like, sure, my body was cut up from. From the things, from but the those things, are just. But it was like, whatever. Those are just like, these are my awesome These are battle wounds. scars. These are yeah. my battle scars from the coolest moment of. Exactly. Your heroism in my life. Exactly. It was like this is probably the coolest thing I've ever done. And this was pretty early in the trip too. So I mean, yeah, the rest it was. of the trip, we were we were on pins and needles, and yeah. basically we we tightened up. I mean, we were already really tight about yeah. the life jackets and where the kids were, 
But from that point on, it was just like, no, like even you, more so you like, are in the houseboat, yep. you are on the beds, you are somewhere where if the kid falls, they, they smack their head on the ground exactly on, on the bottom of the boat. Yeah. There's no concern anymore. Yeah. And luckily she wasn't afraid of the water. No. Uh, she still got back in the water. Which I, I've got to say is probably because she wasn't in it long enough. Yeah, she scared. She it didn't was even so know fast. Happened. She was like, "What happened?" You know, oh, she goodness. was still trying to figure out how she fell. By and, the time she's getting pulled back out, and for crying out loud, it's terrible. But I was jealous of you <laughs> because, like, I am so happy that that didn't happen uh-huh. to my kids. Because I think about it, I'm like, "What? How? No." <laughs> yeah. No, I I can't guarantee that I would do that. I I can't. Well, not that I would do that, but that <laughs> that it would be so successful, uh, or that she'd only be in there for a, a second. Right. That that I would be so close that nothing bad would happen. Like. Yeah. But at the same time, for it to happen to you, it's like, wow, you are a hero. Man, I wish I was. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, why couldn't I have been back there and saved her? <laughs> then I then I'm not as worried. It's not my own kid, and then I can lord it over you forever. Exactly. Remember when I saved your kid? <laughs> but there, but at the same time, it's like that is the coolest, and yeah, it was... that's 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 honestly been my one the one thing in my life. Whenever I'm jealous of somebody, I can look back at it and go, you were jealous of that though. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fine that that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. gosh. It, it's, it's, you know, uh, kind of going off you know, tangent here. But yeah, and I, I know we're not even part of the episode <laughs> anymore. You're talking about our, our nerds that we're raising, though. You know, but, it's totally on topic for our cast. Oh, yeah, exactly. It, it was It was cool because, in the sense, a lot of times you're like, if I was put in a situation, I would act like this. But until you're in that situation, you're not 100% sure how you would act. You would like to think, which I mean, up until that point, I would like to think, yeah, I would jump right in and save her. Which is, you know, I would be 99.9% sure that I would do that. But having been in that situation, it's like I now know without a, a, a doubt that's what I would do because that's what I did, which yeah. is, it's almost comforting because I, I worry really, yeah. what I freeze, what I, what I, and, you know. And so those are the things that go through my head still. And yeah. you have overcome that, which is, again, that's another point of jealousy. Like, <laughs> you know what you would do in that situation. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, it's like, gosh, I sure hope I would be able to. Yeah, which, <laughs> and I have no doubt. Any, yeah. Parents, okay. being a parent, it's the, the, if you can take something comfort away from the situation is knowing that I didn't think it, you didn't have instinct. to think it, it, so it really was already when there something for you. happens you're just reacting to something that's happening and there is no thought because your body and your mind already knows what it needs to do in order to you know save your child yep which you know kind of looking oh, at man. you know pulling it back into this episode sure you saw maybe Mando's helplessness. You know, he yeah. he didn't act because he, he, couldn't. he had no idea how to proceed. But also, in, in the context of the Mandalorian, he knows they want him alive. Yes. He knows they want Grogu alive. So there's not 
a threat of death. Of death. There's not a life not threatening situation. At least. Um, but Boba is already in the air. Yes. And he's in Slave One, and just seeing it fly again makes me super happy. Oh, and now, so nice. now because we are part of Boba's story, we get to see in the cockpit again. Yes. And that also just brought joy to my heart. Oh. Um, but he says he's gonna go. He's gonna go take him out. Uh, Fennec's like they they took the kid. Take him out. And then Mando's like, no, no, don't hurt the kid. And she says, never mind, cancel that. Yeah. No, don't hurt the kid. I think had Mando had the jetpack, he may have had him maybe blast, try to hit maybe one next to him because if he could knock, it, it might. I don't know. I, I honestly think it would have almost been a cooler story because it would have seen Mando have to accept the help if he had had his jetpack and gone up and tried to get Grogu back. But then those droids are able to take him down. Yeah. Damage his jetpack, you know, so he can yeah. manage Boba. Um, or or some way take him out yeah. or delay him long enough that he's able to, that they get away. And when I think about the parent side of it, if he's, if he's truly in that parent-child relationship... Uh, but he was kind of in the mode of trying to let go of him yeah, as well in this episode. So that probably factors in. But for me, like if I'm thinking of parent side, he goes up, he has to be stopped by the other droids. And when they take off, when they, they jet into hyperspace without the other droids, right? They got Grogu, they leave the other droids behind right. uh, to see, basically, I want that Darth Vader. No, I want that ripping everything yeah. apart around you. I want to see that ferocity into the droids that are yeah. there. I want to see him rip them apart and not stop until they're in fewer pieces or in smaller ship. pieces than his ship. Yeah. Uh, that's the parent side. Uh-huh. So we're not there yet. No. <laughs> but I hope we get there. I hope we I can do see get us there. getting there. Yeah. You I know, he's... I mean, but at the same time, he can't raise Grogu all the way because he's 50. And Mandel's already, you know, in middle-aged. Yeah. And he can't raise Grogu. No. He can't raise him to adulthood. They can't go on Mandalorian adventures together. No. He'll never be there. In another 50 years, we have, we don't know if he's only going to be two by that yeah. point. Cause he's, yeah, how fast does he age after that? Yeah. It's so, obviously slow the whole time. I it's going to be hard. It's going to be so hard to say goodbye yeah. to them. And I think that ends the season. I think that ends the, the show. Yeah. When Grogu is no longer part of it. And Mando is the Mandalore and rules Mandal- <laughs> rules the planet Mandalore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then that's when Grogu is taken away by a Jedi. And the, we'll always have Tython. <laughs> I, had to, I had to look at my notes. Tython. We'll always have Tython. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. they, Boba chases them up, and he says, "They're back." Who's the Empire? They're back. That's impossible. And she says something that's somewhat controversial. She says that the New Republic controls the Outer Rim, but Tython. Even according to the maps in the episode, is an inner is a deep core planet. It's hmm. in the middle, more middle of the galaxy. It's not part of the outer rim. Interesting. But that could just been a typo. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe she doesn't know where she is. Maybe not. I mean, she is part robot now. She is half robot. 
or ab robot. She's ab robot. So. We we all want ab robots. We do. We, we'd all we'd all like Robo Ab. That would be cool. Uh, so she questions him, but he says this, this is no is spice not dream. Spice dream. Which I thought was fun. Yeah. I'm seeing it with my own eyes. I'm seeing the cruiser with my own eyes. And it's great. And then he says, I'm coming back. And then they go off into hyperspace. Uh, Boba comes down. And they go through through what's left of the race. In case you had any question that the (laughs) ship might have survived. They show you the crater that Mando was standing in that was his ship. Yep, and there's only, of course, two things that survive. Yeah. There's a Baby Yoda's little metal ball. There's the ball and the spear. And the spear. Of Beskar. Because why? Beskar holds up. Yeah, Beskar holds up. <laughs> <laughs> and Mando shows it off to Boba, and Boba it's like, oh, utters those Beskar. fabulous words. Beskar. The only thing that survived the wreckage. Beskar. Should have been like, holds up. Best car holds up. (laughs) As soon as he says it, I'm never letting go of the phrase. Yeah. Um, And then, because of the aforementioned obligations that uh, Boba feels to Mando, he offers to help him find. Well, first he shows, he's like, this is, you know, he shows the inscription. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot the coolest part. Yeah, for 25 years, he tells him, this has been inscribed. This is me, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. and my father, Robert, Django. So we find out that Django was a foundling. <clears throat> yes, he was, and he fought in the Mandalorian Civil War. Yes. And this is where the key to... Uh, oh, gosh, I was going to look up his name. Uh, Prime Minister... Oh, no. Go... I don't remember his name. The Prime Minister of Mandalore that we meet in the yes. Clone Wars says that Jango Fett is not a Mandalorian and he has no idea where he got that armor. Just because a bounty hunter goes around in Mandalorian armor does not make him Mandalorian. Yep. And he basically disavows Jango right then and there. Now, we know that he served in the Civil War. I think that... Mando was on the side that lost. Django? Django. Man, this is difficult. (laughs) (laughs) All the Mandalorians. All the Mandalorians. Django Fett was on the side that lost. And because he was a foundling, he would not have been an official Mandalorian of record. Yeah, yeah. On the side that won. He was on the rebel side or the whatever losing side was. Yeah. So it's possible that his records were never part of the original. So Prime Minister Olmec. Olmec. Oh my gosh, I got there. There it is. <laughs> Prime Minister Olmec doesn't have records of Django being a Mandalorian. They have no idea where he got that armor. Right. And that also explains why Django abandoned Mandalore. That's why he and didn't live left there, yeah. and is a bounty hunter and is now just a man trying to make my way through the universe. That yeah. explains why he would be there and why he would end up trying to raise Boba. Not as a Mandalorian. But as a, as a son, as, as him, a fet. as a fet, as a fet, I like that. That's true. Um, he says we we agreed on a deal that I'd get my armor in exchange for the safety of you and the child. The and I took gone. my armor and the child was not safe. And so 
I will I will rectify that situation. We are indebted to you until he is returned safely to you. Which now I kind of hope that they don't get him back this season. <laughs> I would love the Mando Boba Fennec show. <laughs> I know, right? That it's be good too bad. to note that uh, while Grogu was up on the rock, it seems he probably contacted a Jedi. Yeah, he definitely did something. He, he activated made something. I would think. So we think some we think something's gonna happen. Now I, I'm of the opinion that either Luke shows up and and talks to him or whatever, or uh, at the the very last shot of the season is somebody at the seeing stone yeah. on Tython. And we just see Okay, so here's what I want. <laughs> I want to see a robotic hand reach out and touch the seeing stone. So who do you think that would be? I mean, there's the obvious answer. <laughs> well, there's... I mean, if we go through those who have robotic hands, you have Luke. Mm-hmm. But thinking about people who have lost their hands who could have one, there's Mace Windu. See, that is the who, one that I secretly wanted to be. <laughs> that would be awesome. We know, according to George, he's alive because... <laughs> Well, according to Samuel Jackson, <laughs> who said that he asked George Lucas. Of course Lucas, I'm alive. And George Lucas is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so he could be there. He could be. I want it to be him for so many reasons. And one of them is because Boba Fett hates Mace Windu. That would be so interesting. And for Mace Windu and Boba Fett's paths to cross at this point in their lives... Huh. Would be the coolest moment to see yeah. what they do. Yeah. Because uh, there's a new there's a new from a certain point of view out from the Empire Strikes Back. Oh yes, and I listened to fit. a synopsis of a couple of the stories, and one of them is about Boba Fett and how he always imagines every time he gets a bounty, he imagines it as Mace Windu. Really? Yes. So we know that in Empire Strikes Back, he's still carrying that, he's but this Boba Fett it. seems to be different. He seems yeah. to have matured a lot. And there's a code that he lives by now that's a little more than I think Django's code. Yeah. I think he lives by a little bit more of a code of honor than Django did. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny looking at Just it. because of this whole situation with Grogu. Yeah. When he says to uh, Mando, he's like, let's all put our weapons down. We don't have to. We can talk without any bloodshed. There's no need for bloodshed. And then he proceeds to just whoop all Merc these things. Like, so he true. obviously knows how to do bloodshed. So honestly, I have no idea how Bobo would react to seeing Mace Windu. I don't know either. I I have a theory of why Boba said that to Mando and why he respected Mando, because Mando went in, killed a crate dragon, and. Cobb Vanth, he didn't have to kill Cobb Vanth to get the armor. Cobb Vanth willingly gave him the armor at the end of that encounter. And so Boba sees him leaving with his armor and goes, this man has integrity and honor. Yeah. I think I might be able to get my armor back from him. And at first he goes in and says, I'm going to, I'm going to take it from you. Yeah. But he's willing to make a deal. He's willing to do it without bloodshed because of the respect he has for Mando. Yeah. So. Yeah, do you think he, he also respects? knows he'd probably lose that fight because he doesn't have any best guy. That's true. I I think that'd be a horrible situation for Boba to be in is to face Mace, Mace Windu, Windu again. And what do you do in that situation? I, I don't know. Yeah. For those who don't remember, Mace Windu killed his father, Django. Yep. 
He hit him in the one spot that Django didn't have Beskar, which is the <laughs> neck. Yeah, Beskar holds up, but uh, no Beskar on the neck there. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, this is actually a shot that I, I kind of wish would have been in the show, but I understand why it wasn't. And I'll guarantee you they shot it. It was Boba Fett going into the Razor Crest. I know they filmed it. There's no way they didn't film Boba walking into the Razor Crest to get his armor. Yeah. Just in case it worked. Uh-huh. He walks in. He picks up his armor, puts his chest plate on, gets his gauntlets on, and looks down, and his helmet's there on the floor. And he bends over and kneels down, and he picks up the helmet, and it's just a, oh. a replica mirror shot of him picking up Django's helmet so on Geonosis. You, you, you know oh, that man. had to be a shot that was in if someone's they mind. add the darts in his knee... You've got to think that they would add that. Somebody was there thinking about it. Like, what if we did this? And like, let's just do it. And like, maybe we won't put it in, but, but we gotta in the it. extras, maybe. Well, maybe we'll have some behind the scenes behind stuff. Behind the and scenes, and just that's have one that of them. Shot. Just watch, just, he just puts Bends his head over to the and helmet. Picks it up, puts it to his head, and then, boom. Yep. <laughs> because we've learned, because we talked about this a couple episodes, I think the first time we saw Boba and we're like, oh, Boba Fett's in here, we have learned based on the chain code that the armor that he is wearing is the armor that Jango's Is Jango's armor. It's his yep. dad's armor. Now, you and I talked about Jango's helmet getting blown up in that episode, yeah. and you were 100% correct. Blew it in half. So, but, so we don't know if it's just the armor or... Uh, some people have said and mentioned that Boba's helmet is slightly different than Jango's helmet. And it could be. And it could be that Boba was able to salvage Jango's helmet. Yeah. And uh, rebuilt it, reformed it more to fit him, but they're clones. So uh, it fits. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it fits his style, maybe. Maybe it's slightly altered to a style that yeah. Boba wanted a little different. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of fine either way. Well, but, we're still not done talking about this episode. No, it's this was not even done the yet. coolest. Freaking... Which is funny because this episode was a half an hour long. I know. Like there are other episodes our, that are fifty. We and... are an hour and forty minutes into this podcast. We're 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 now at three times as long, and we're not done. No. <laughs> oh, this episode, I, like I said, it probably my favorite episode. Oh, I love this episode. I, I also... I hated it because, you know... There are parts of it that I hate. There are parts of it that hurt. That's why. Say. It hurt. There are it... parts that hurt. But I still love it. Like, uh, chapter 10, I hate it. I hate the spiders. I hate it. I can say <laughs> I hate that episode and it's all about the spiders. The Krikna. But, uh, yeah, the Krikna. But for this... It just hurt. All the hurt doesn't change the fact that I want to watch it again. And oh again, yeah, and again, it's only half an hour long. I can watch it multiple times That's, in an hour. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. It's funny when because I watched it at lunch, and then I came home, and my wife's like, "Well, what do you want to do? Are you okay to watch that again?" I'm like, "Absolutely." Uh, yeah, a thousand times, yes. Absolutely. And even watching it again, like I sat down today and watched it, wrote all my notes, and I, I just I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop watching it. I locked myself in a room and I just sat there and watched the entire oh, thing. It's amazing. All the way through. No stops, no breaks. The only time I looked away from the screen was to write something down. Yeah. It, All right. Speaking of which, let's let's jump through the end of this thing. Yeah. Super quick, right? Nothing to talk about here. Not really. Uh, we go to uh, 
Mando. Yes. Boba and Fennec fly in Slave One to yeah. Navarro and land, and we find out that that calling card was not a calling card at all. It's it was badge. an official uh, Marshall badge. Yes. Which is what I thought it was. It didn't look like it was technological. So I thought it yeah. looked like a badge that he was handing her. Like, I did too. It looked like a like, badge. Like, there you go. Some people were like, oh, it's a hologram or a calling card or a beacon or something. And I'm like, it just it looks, looks like a, a hunk of metal. It looks like a badge. Which it is. Turns out it is. A badge. Heard you'd gone legit. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, I need your help. Name it. I need you to find someone. Should be in the prison registry. Last name Mayfeld. Mayfeld. Of all the characters that would come back to this show, that was the last one I thought was going to come back. I agree. <laughs> For a moment, I toyed with maybe there's someone that'll get introduced who's like crazy. Someone new. I thought maybe someone new is going to get introduced who's like crazy. But when it was like Mayfeld, I'm like, okay. Or maybe some dark, maybe some imperial yes. prisoner uh-huh. that that we've heard of or we saw in the original trilogy or something. Yeah. It's like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Nope, nope. It's freaking Third Arm Mayfeld. Mayfeld. Not a stormtrooper. <laughs> they did not like each other, which was... No, which is going to be interesting. interesting. So he's serving 50 years on Carthon. In the farm. For uh, helping to free a prisoner and then uh, being accessory to the death of a... New Republic officer. Yes. Which is Officer Davin. Officer Davin. Resting. Yes. Uh, and that Mando wants to spring him to find Gideon, and she put, has a little pushback there. She says, These Say stripes that. mean something. I've got I rules. I've got there. rules to follow. And then he says the line that, of course, she's going to jump right in on, right? Oh, yeah. Because she's Absolutely. always looking for an excuse, right? Yeah, she is. She's out every time. If Mando just has to say the right words, uh-huh. and she'll. Drop everything. First time it was Imperial. He's an Imperial. Uh And this time, what was it, Scott? They they took the kid. Or they have the kid. Oh, man. And you see the look on her face. She just looks up. She's like, let's go. Basically, you know, we don't know what she said, but we can assume. In the next one, when she's on Slave 1, we know that she's like, let's go. Well, yeah, we know she was there. (laughs) Let's go. We 100% know. I would be more surprised if she said no. Honestly, and I, I don't think I don't that think follows. I don't think that makes sense. Well, she was so excited to she see him. She doesn't love the kid. Well, when we saw her in the episode, she wanted to. You know, she was excited to see him. Yeah, uh, grief cargo a little more so, but yeah, she's but happy. it's funny because she, she did say because she's like, you know how I feel about the empire. Yeah. So but, so he's got that going for him, on why she would want to help. Yeah. And then when he says, they got the kid, it's like. Okay. That's a good reason. And also, you note that she knows what they were doing to the kid. They they were taking his blood, so she knows that they're using that the kid for experiments. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She was doesn't there when they sit were well, you know. She's like, I could see that being another yeah. part where it's like they're, Ooh. you know, harvesting the blood of this little kid for some project. For some and we know we have projects, some, some so. powers. Yeah, that's a good point. She might she might see that as a big She's threat. Like, yeah. It's oh, and uh the guy. Carson. What's his name? The X Wing guy. He said oh. something's going on here. Something's going we on. We don't know what. No one would So that it, might be another little push for her to be yeah. like 
Oh. So in the end, it's it's actually you know what? The my Republic responsibility. I need to investigate to this. this. Yeah. So spring in Mayfell from prison, while it sounds bad, this might be important. Yeah. It She's might like, be worth doing. I wonder if she'll take the you know because I'm sure we'll see them spring him. Will yeah. it be done? They kind of set it up. As, okay, yeah. the next two episodes are we're going to spring Mayfeld and then we're going to have the finale. <laughs> yeah. So really, I wonder if Best she's going to be Dark like, Saber. I, oh. She's like, I'm the marshal and they're just going to walk out with him? Or yeah, gonna... it could be something super simple where she just goes, hey, there's a paperwork mix up, but I'm supposed to take him. This is the guy who captured him, actually. Yep. Here's my badge to show that I'm... Yeah, she's going to use her stripes and she'll probably lose them. Yes, but she'll do it for the kid. She'll do it for the kid. And, I mean, she'll lose the stripes, but she'll still be the Marshal of Navarro. She will be. She was before. Yep. And, you know, New Republic. Next time you get out here, right? Yeah. We're not worried about that. No. Um, They have the kid. So then we cut to the Arkitan's Class Light Cruiser. Yes. And we see Moff Gideon with a couple of troopers walk into a prison cell. When he was on the bridge at the beginning yeah. there, I actually thought that he was going to send like a communication because he walked right next to the Possibly table. Possibly to a tall blue, to a red tall blue man. red-eyed man. I, I was hoping. A part of me was like, "Is it?" It's is always it? an option now. It's always it an is. option. Hearing his voice. Oh my gosh! Moff Gideon. I'm like, oh. no, because to hear Thrawn's voice hear... in this—that's almost as good as Boba's. It is. Almost. almost as good as Boba. Like, if I could pick two people to read me a bedtime story, it would be <laughs> alternating between Boba and Thrawn. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I freaking love it. But, yes, yeah, so they're with troopers, and they're walking down the hall to some destination to eventually we hit a point where you can hear stormtroopers grunting struggling. and struggling with something. And Gideon opens the door and steps in, and there's a puzzling sight. Yes. These two troopers who were sent to go grab Grogu are getting standing whooped. about six feet away from him, eight feet away from him, getting it, it force varies. It varies. <laughs> Sometimes they're eight feet, and then he throws them six feet. and Back and forth just, and into each other. and He actually starts to oh. force choke him, too. Yeah, he does um, use the force choke, but both of those troopers are still alive. Yeah, they are. Just, you know, their dignity is... Oh, totally gone. He got whooped by, got a, whooped by a, a 50-year-old. <laughs> which, by a 10-inch tall baby. <laughs> Yeah, which <laughs> Moff Gideon, it's funny when they're like set to stun, he's like, wait. Oh, yeah, Gideon watches. He's also letting him wear himself out. Yes, he we, is. We know that after because which he mentions he tells it. him, he's like, you, you, you've been gotten pretty good with that. But it leaves you oh, oh so, so sleepy. sleepy. And I'm like, he almost sounds gentle. Yeah. But there's that malice behind it that we know that's, that's, that's not which, good. It's after he you know throws him, you see Grogu mm. kind of... Leans to the side. And he's starting wheezing. Oh, that, that, yeah, that sound. It's, again, it's the sounds he makes. Yep. <laughs> he's just so tired. And uh, then then he taunts him with the Darksaber. Oh, which, I mean... Remember this from times long past? Yeah, and I, I hate to say it, but any excuse to see the Darksaber, I'm, yeah, I'm fine it. with it. And then uh, Grogu reaches out and to try to take, to take it. take it. You can uh, see him uh, uh, yeah. pulling just a little bit. It's not quite enough. It's not strong enough. No, of course, yeah. It's and too weak. Uh, 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 you're not ready to play with such things. You might poke an eye out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, oh come on. Poke your eye out. Poke your face off. 
and, and then uh, cuff him. Then maybe you would like to take a nap, nice long nap. And then he signals the guy to stun him, and it does that beautiful blue circle, blue ring. Yep. From episode four, where yep. it goes out, and then the camera switches and it goes in. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, where where's that apex? I want to watch it go. I want I want to go. Woo. Yeah, I want like to see that. There. <laughs> Doesn't work in 3D. Um, no. And, and then they, they stun him. He said, "Bind him." Yeah. And I'm like, and at first I'm like, "What do they got? Little baby handcuffs?" That's and, exactly. Oh my gosh, what they my have baby said. handcuffs. <laughs> they got baby handcuffs. Like, yep. I saw a funny, super funny meme today, and it was a stormtrooper saying like. Bind him? What? We got little baby handcuffs or something? Oh my gosh, we have little baby handcuffs. <laughs> guys, I think we're the bad guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, are we the bad guys? Are we the good guys? That's what they told us when we were being brainwashed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you seen the Phineas and Firm Star Wars? Yeah, that's where I got it yeah, from. Okay, okay, okay. You, yeah, you got uh, that. Right. We're the good guys, right? That's what they told us. They're when the we were brainwashing. It's called orientation. Little <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then he mentions Dr. Pershing. We have the donor. Send him. a encrypted message to Dr. Pershing. I, I have him. mixed feelings with Dr. Pershing. So do At I. At first, I thought he was just a hapless little scientist working for the client. It's for the science. And then, and then when he said, I'm the only reason he's alive. I'm like, oh, so he's, he's kind of, he's doing his stuff, but he's also protecting the child. So there's some good there. But with that communique in in earlier this season, yeah, I'm like, oh, he kept him alive to harvest more. Yes. So yeah. definitely don't think Pershing's on the. It's up and more up. of a he Pershing had a little bit more knowledge than the client did. Yes, a hundred percent. And he he worked. He ended he up working directly for Gideon, Gideon, not the client. Yes. So there we go. It'll be interesting to see if we see any hints of that. Again, yeah. I really hope it's not Snoke. I'm warming up to it, but uh, I really hope it's not. Uh, the problem is that, and maybe this is the good part, I can't see it going any other direction. Yeah. Which is why I'm like... That's why I'm trying to get used to it. I'm going to try and explain it with this. And it's like, I can't see him going anywhere else. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen... You know, it's not canon anymore, but in The Force Unleashed, we've seen Jedi cloning before. Yeah, we know it, it, it could be possible. They could pull it in. So. Dave Filoni likes to do this, too. Yeah, so I I could see him tampering with the Force ability to try and infuse that. And, yeah. Oh, well, that's, we, we've got through all my notes. That's all mine. I was actually, really, I just kind of, touch on the front and then the beginning and we just as through. we talk I'm like yeah, that's right I'm thinking about this 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 and this I gotta write it down so I can keep track of where I am yeah otherwise we things. just tangent <laughs> yeah uh, just a couple of last things uh, the planet Tython was originally in the deep core but now it could be in the outer rim yes uh, Darth Vader actually visited there Tython with, huh? uh, with Dr. Aphra in the comic interesting in the comics, and uh, it was a distraction when it turns out she had a loved one on Hoth at the Rebel base. Huh. So she was trying to divert Vader and betray him. Interesting. Um, also, in Legends, uh, and possibly in canon, 
this was a potential site of the first Jedi Temple. So hmm. Luke may know about this place, or this may start him on his quest to find the first Jedi Temple. Interesting. From uh, that we see in the sequel trilogy. I, I honestly, I think that Luke will be the one we see. I also think that that will be the because case. at this point, like we said, you know, in the last podcast, Luke's at the height of his power right now. He really is. So if anyone's going to feel a reach out in the Force, it'll be him. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of bringing Mace back. We, we, some people just got to die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we can't bring everybody back who got flown off of a building. Yeah. Gravity has to kill some people. It killed Ara Singh. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Um, and then the last thing about Tython, the uh, in Legends, it was the original home of the Jedi Order. Interesting. So, uh, obviously, Luke found Octo, and potentially the first Jedi Temple, which was the tree, I think. Yes. But uh, in Legends, this was the home of the Jedi Order. This was it. Not necessarily the first temple, but the home of the Jedi Order. The home. So. Interesting. Could be either. All right. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much it. You want to close this out? Yeah, yeah, I can close this out. Do you remember the thing? I should memorize it really as much as I do. Um, but yeah, if you're having trouble raising your own nerds, this is the way. See you next time. Until next time.